You are listening to the Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 191. With my two guests today, I have Jay Hale from Jay Hale Guitars, and also one of his number one customers, Charles Lamb, who is on episode number 174 to talk about the FTR project. So if you want to know more about Charles, check that one out. So in today's podcast, the guys let us know all about Jay's guitars and all about what goes into making Jay Hale guitars. Now again, thank you to my sponsors, Custom Guitar Picks, Musician, and Arnold Krakowka. So let's go over to the interview now with Jay Hale and Charles Lamb. Adam, thank you. Thank you for uh, getting us together, man. No problem. No. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for, for joining me. I mean, it's a really interesting your guitars. I've been reading a lot about it and what Charles has told me. So, yeah, they look, they look great. Actually, I'll, before we start, I need to uh, just share one little photo so you guys can sh- tell us about this one here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is, uh, that's when Charles picked up the Beach Fade, which is the one I'm holding. Um, on the right, that's his latest one. And the one on the left is the very first official J. Hale Guitars, which he was also the proud owner of. Oh, so you got two. That is the, uh, no, I have three actually. Oh, well. So I, have, I have a bass. Uh, I'll get it in a second. That, the bass on the wall, that's the J. Hale bass. Yep. Uh, but uh, Yeah, it's the, the only original, J. Hale bass so far. Okay. Yeah. The original uh, J. Hale uh, evil cousin. <laughs> Yes. Because he had he had the original evil twin, so I had the evil cousin. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, basically he's like, uh, I want one like that, but can you make it with two humbuckers? I was like, Yeah, I, yeah, sure, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> there you have it. It's All actually right. uh it's actually been getting a tune up here this week. Yeah. He, he dropped it off. We updated it to uh the twenty twenty two spec with, with the uh the Q Jack. And since Charles doesn't like um coil splits we put a burns uh low friction 500k pod in it so you know it's it's firing on all cylinders now oh yeah the handy dandy uh push in floyd rose bar which is so convenient i hated i i hated the screw on ones i never never used those like ever which this one has too (laughs) yep they all do now i love it that's really cool uh standard equipment these days you know yeah. Just, just for the convenience factor and, and the actual fact that unlike the screwing ones, they actually work. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. No, that's really that was cool. like my main gripe about the screwing types. Like there's a delay before it engages when you touch it. So you're never really sure what you're doing. Yep. You know, if you're trying to do something specific with the bar or whatever, like a mm-hmm. like a Brad Gillis trick or something like that, it was made it really difficult. Not that everybody's doing that all the time, but if you want if you, you know you want that option if you're going to do it you don't want it fighting you so I'm, I'm glad somebody came out with something that uh you know actually works finally yeah well i mean hopefully you know all the, the 80s rock is slowly coming back in so <laughs> people will be starting yeah so you want the equipment to function properly right but don't need to want to carry a wrench everywhere to take your bar off you know yeah that's right exactly. have you seen my have you seen my wrench your what wrench <laughs> no not that one <laughs> yeah let's uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. bad enough to get to carry a little two around anyway but you know having a third one was just too much too much to be asked to keep track of on a gig <laughs> too many small parts you know <laughs> yeah. uh, charlie when did you get your first guitar from jay 
what was it, Jay? Uh, 2015, I think. 15 or 16, yeah. Jay had uh, he had posted uh, pictures of his of his build, and um, you know we've known each other forever. So I was like, uh, that's pretty cool, man. Uh, he, he, and he and he started the whole page about how I want to start, you know, making guitars and, and making this a, a real thing. And I was like, that's a that's a really cool guitar, man. I want I want I want one of those. So I was living in uh, Northern California. I flew down to uh, to LA to pick it up. <laughs> I remember that yeah, day. Cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But yeah, you know, we like like I do with anybody else, we spec it out. You know, what pickups do you want? You know, is the Floyd going to be recessed, not recessed? What kind of frets yeah. do you want? What string gauge is going to have with it? The whole deal, you know? Yep. You, yeah. you spec it out from start to finish, basically. Yeah. Oh, wow. So did you say you started about that time, was it? About 2015? Yeah, I, I, I've been building guitars since... Um, like I said, drawing, I've known each other since we were kids or whatever, but yeah. we grew up in a town with two music stores that had really, really crappy selection and everybody <laughs> had Van Halen guitar <laughs> and you couldn't, you know, you couldn't find one. So I'm like, I'm going to build one. I'm going to build my own. So I have in the around 85 or 86, when you could still mail order Charvel parts, yeah. I started mail ordering necks and bodies and putting stuff together. And I've been doing that ever since and um i finally around 2010 i decided to redo one of my original projects that didn't turn out how i would have wanted it to originally uh was the bomber guitar which i'll pull out here in a second and people started saying you should start building those for for other other people i'm like yeah nobody's gonna buy my guitars what are we talking about forever and then people kept pushing you know kept saying and kept saying so around 2015 i was like i'm gonna do it yeah, yeah I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna make some prototypes and I'm gonna see if the you know people are interested and you know slowly but surely they have been that's great so it's then it's it's fun it's I, I still think they're you know not to toot my own harm but like they're head and shoulders above anything I go in a store and pick up or whatever you know yeah and I want that people to have that experience it's like you know I, I wanted a guitar like this and that's what I got you know hopefully charles can attest to that you know oh, oh yeah just no. the beach fade you know we talked about the beach fade and that's that's what he got you know yeah, so this this was uh adam this was from start to finish I, I would say head to toe everything i mean i sat there on the phone with jay i was like jay i want a maple he put a maple top on it he put the, a 4a flame maple top uh, i said i wanted to look like a look like a you know kind of a beach you know, wave or whatever, and uh, it started from there. We were we were just actually just <laughs> we were just actually just talking, and and uh, next thing I know, Jay made it happen. It was it was like, hey, he went to the store. He went to uh, uh, one of the hardware stores and bought some uh, maple uh, planks and started doing some dye, uh, um, which I think Jay, you have some of those uh, planks with you. With the um, I do actually. Here's the original. Started, started doing some, yeah, here's the original for one of the prototypes for another one. Okay. Actually, here's like, the original. I want that. <laughs> yeah, he was like, yeah, that's you know, it. kind of like a graduate thing, like you know, kind of like you're walking up on the beach or whatever. And I'm like, uh, I, yeah. I love playing with um, <laughs> Angelus leather dyes and, and uh, crimson guitars, stunning stains and stuff like that. So I'm like, well, what if we did something like that? Yeah. And, and it was like, turned yes. out. 
<laughs> yeah. And we were we originally talked about doing it on just like a regular alder body or whatever. But I'm like, if if you're gonna do something like this, you, you want you want the beach part of it to pop. You know, you don't want it just to be bland looking. So let's make that make let's make that flame maple or, or quilted maple. And we ended up using you know flame. Then my fabricator had, oh, I've got some 4A. I'm like, yes, do that. So <laughs> there it was, you know. So you know, but I want to try. I want to try uh, burl and spalted later as well. Just you know, keep things interesting. Mm. I think the next one's going to be uh, metallic, just to, to mix things up. I haven't done a sparkle or anything yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, how long would it take you from like to say start to to finish? probably i want to say three months but you know given current supply chain issues could maybe take a little longer yeah um just because everything especially if it's a part that has to come from you know say germany or something hmm. um it's gonna take a minute but it's how long would you say this took so this charles like, four, like this is like three and a half four months but uh yeah probably it's probably right around there yeah, you know, um, I, I I think the biggest thing was the uh, the uh, uh, titanium inserts. So so Jay has a really good relationship with Adam from Fe Tone, and uh, yeah. these titanium inserts, uh, the color, uh, I think that took I think that took a little bit of time. But uh, other than that, uh, it was about three and a half four months. Yeah, I remember we had a um, my my fabricator was like out of commission for two weeks at one point too, so that added a little delay. He yeah. was injured. So, but yeah, it's still, we still got it done around, you know, in around four months. Yeah. So yeah. if somebody's willing to wait, they generally well, get what they well, want. Well worth it. <laughs> well worth yeah. it. <laughs> I have a couple of repeat customers. Charles has got three now, and there's another guy in Texas that has four going on five. Hmm. So, you know, my, my customers that have got them, like them enough to get more so yeah. that's always a good sign i think right so charles oh, you two more i, I yeah, do we're, we're, we're gonna oh, i'm not working for that don't worry but <laughs> like what are we doing next what are we doing next <laughs> you know what the cool thing is adam is that uh, jay uh um i had this vision for this guitar right mm -hmm. and uh like every every day jay was sending me a text message saying hey what do you think about this knob or what do you think about that knob or what do you think about the what do you think about this switch or that switch? And, and you know, uh, so it was, this is a total, this is a total build of my absolute dream. Yeah. And uh, it, I mean, it absolutely positively came true. And uh, when you say you can build to your specs, this is exactly everything that I asked for and everything that I had ever envisioned in this guitar. So, it, I mean, it was, it was a perfect build. I mean, mm. you don't get, you don't get people to say, Hey, what type of pot do you want or, or what type of knob do you want? Or, or we actually, we actually on the toggle, toggle switch, we, at one point in time, we we're like, we'll just, we'll just do the black. And Jay's like, no, it's not going to look right. So let's look, let's go. What do you think about this? And that's, that's invisible. Yeah. I'm sorry. I said it would have been invisible on that on the it, face. It would have been on Yeah. So yeah.
the black nickel hardware was an was a interesting choice. Never done anything with that before either. Yeah, but I think but the thing that cool. sets it off are the uh, the Goto uh, Goto Goto whoever you talk to, but the the Goto the Poroid the knobs are are just I mean they're beautiful. It's absolutely stunning. I, I like those. I put the I put those on the the Newman Kazi too. They they just look really classy. I think. Um, and I did a telly build from for the guy that's got four of them that has them as well. They look they just look super classy, you know. No matter what yeah. you put them on, really, and it doesn't matter if the headstock's painted or not. They just they just look uh, they just look expensive, for lack of a better word. You're just like, ooh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> you just when you see something like that, you're like, ooh, one of those, you know. Well, I think the, I think the, the thing the thing I like the most about this admin that I let you do it. Uh, is that this die job? Yeah. Uh, Jay did himself. You know that was him sitting at his dining room table. Uh, you know, doing this in his in his studio shop. And uh, that actually probably means more to me than anything on the guitar because uh, Jay took this is this is his personal touch, mm. and uh, he did this based off what I wanted, right? And uh, uh, I think that I mean I think that that makes this super special yeah. you know and the fact that uh, you know i couldn't love this thing anymore we've known each other forever but uh um that's what makes this guitar super special is that he put his own personal touch into it i don't know if that makes any sense but i, I hope you you get where i'm going with I, I know what you mean for sure definitely yeah. well, i mean you know the, the any other guitar you're gonna get from a major you know major big box builder is gonna be just cookie cutter it's been stamped out everyone's exactly the same yeah. You know, you can't go, hey, can you uh, put slightly bigger fret wire on that? I mean, you can. It'll take like three years for the custom shop and cost an extra, you know, three grand or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, you can't just like text somebody and be like, hey, can we put a, can we put a, you know, an Alnico 2 in the JB in the bridge? Okay. You know, yeah. just little things like that, you know, with little tweaks that you can do. Like, so it's like a custom shop without the years long wait and mm. exorbitant pricing. So, yeah, that's right. so Adam, the uh, the guitar he picked up was my first Jay Hill. That's the guitar I used to record the rhythm for the uh, FTR project for oh, Warrior yeah. Soul. Oh yeah. Yes. Ah. Yeah. So you can hear. So it's got you. You've heard that song, so you know it's got a lot of it's got a lot of bottom line to it. So it's uh. Yeah. It's. It, it, I mean, it really comes. It really comes through crisp on the on the recording. So. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, we can go over the specs of that. Um, another thing that every one of my guitars has. Uh, besides the all the fu tone hardware upgrades i direct mount the pickups with uh, the pms pickup mounting system yep. so they're all height adjustable brass mounted you know so there's a bell brass mounting plate under the pickup just yep. adding to the overall home factor mm. you know it's i mean i always thought direct mounted pickups sounded better i i grown to detest mounting rings like i don't even want to do them on guitars um but the, the pms system just takes up to like a whole new level as far as you know I, everybody else i've seen direct mount pickups they'll stuff foam under it to get it up to the height it needs to be yeah. which is kind of defeating the purpose of direct mounting isn't it if you're stuffing a bunch of yeah. <laughs> stuff that's gonna you know muddle the sound or not you know transfer it at all underneath the pickup you're kind of defeating the purpose of the direct mounting by 
impeding its resonance, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas this is a piece of brass that's, you know, also contacting the floor of the pickup cavity. Yeah. So it's just resonance machine, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Every time when I'm playing around LA or whatever, like invariably somebody will come up to me and I'm like, what pickup is in that thing, man? And it's like, usually it's the JB or whatever, but like, that's really, that doesn't sound, that's, that's a JB, really? It's like, you know, because it's just got a little something extra that they can't put their finger on, you know what I mean? Yeah. because of the direct mounting it's getting like so much more transference so another little hall hallmark there you know <laughs> that's awesome so, and i think we noticed a difference with the uh we started using the are you familiar with the q jacks no that's uh, my analysis uh, analysis plus pro audio okay. and it's like the first redesign of the output jack in like 60 years okay. so instead of like the normal two contact points it's got six and every pickup, I, every guitar I put it in, which is like well, only three so far, but um, they all suddenly seem louder. Mm. It's 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 like you know you hit the loudness switch on a stereo or something. It's yeah. like, whoa, that's what my guitar sounds like. Wow. So yeah, that's yeah, kind of a standard thing too. I was gonna say, Jay and I yeah. went to the, the their booth at Nam and uh, uh, blown away. I mean, that jack is amazing. Mm. So Charles, have you got the on your one the um was it the the switch to do, go to the drop D? Is it your? On your yes, one? I got the D tuner. D tuner, that's the word I was looking for. Yes, <laughs> yes. This the is a, blue. In, in in the matching blue. Yeah, this is the. Oh, there we go. Yes, that is the uh, uh, D tuner that is that is amazing. This is actually, to be honest with you, this is my first one, Adam. That I've okay. never. I, I I used to. I was telling everybody up until yesterday that this is my first one. But the base that Jay built for me has the uh, detuner on the tuner, so oh, really? on on the head. Yeah, the head okay. yeah so um, I was like, wait a second, no, that's not correct. This is the second detuner that I have, but this is the first one I've had on my guitar, um, and I I absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's amazing. Um, this is the first one I've ever seen this in in a color like this. It's in the blue. I mean, it's simply stunning. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're making them in uh, blue and red, and um, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if they're doing green or, or purple yet. But I know they're starting to do more colors, so cool. Yeah. You know, mixed up. Um, one of, that's one of the things I try to do. I, it, it's an option on, on my guitars, or whatever. You don't have to have it. Yeah. But um, if you do get one, um, the recess accommodates it as well when under the bridge, so you still get the super low action if you want if you're into that sort of thing uh and each one has a a trim stopper in it which you can engage or disengage and if you disengage it then you have the fully floating you know pull it up sky high just don't mess with the detuner you know um uh, you know pick a tuning and stick with it um or you can lock it down and the detuner is fully functional so every, everyone has that option either or you know I may experiment with the tremolo though, because I understand, as I understand it, you can float and use the detuner. So I want, I want to try that, but I have not as of yet. Okay. Adam, have you seen the have you seen the uh, the Floyd with the pop out arm? I don't think so. Because I was just thinking, because my one doesn't have it. It's got the screw. 
Yeah, this is the first one. I think this, what is it, Jay, the 1500 is what it's called? Yeah, well, that's the German series, yeah, but that's, that's the, it's so the bars and you know it's it's also made by floyd but it's um it's, like if you if you if you order one today it's still going to come with the thumb screw one which i again i can't stand yeah. but you can order these from from floyd okay this is amazing actually because uh i, I was surprised that it actually stays in place and, and it still kind of has that feel like when you tighten it down it's, it still has that i can still twitter and you know do all the all the things with it without it without it uh, moving so it's because I had the uh, Ibanez uh, Low Pro Edge that uh, Jay changed out to a Floyd for me, but uh, um, it didn't it didn't stay in place like this. So it, this is actually really cool. I, I'm I'm really liking it a lot. Probably gonna change all my Floyds out to this. Bring them over. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I ended up. I mean, I ended up doing them on um, all, all of mine. Yeah, you know, all my personal guitars too, because again, they're just too convenient and they feel too good they yeah. feel like old school bars you know yeah there's a screw adjustment for the tension or whatever so you can get it just as loose or as tight as you want yeah. without having to crank anything so very convenient well, adam just got the uh the van halen uh yellow stripe guitar yeah the bumblebee but in my bumblebee i got the front pickups as well and I've, nice i just used it last night so it's in my in the car but <laughs> nice that's that's that design is the guitar that actually made me want to play guitar. Oh, really? That was like the first, the first picture. My, you know, my sister. Um, I, I guess women and children first had just come out, so I guess it's like 1980, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm like, wow, that sounds cool. And my, you know, um, you know, and the cradle will rock. Mm -hmm. Or my sister's like, that's like the worst song they've ever done. You got to hear the rest of their stuff or whatever. And she like sits me down and and um, yeah, it turns me on the Van Halen basically. Mm -hmm. Um, and the first picture she flopped down in front of me is a picture of Eddie with the bumblebee. Mm. I'm just like, oh my God, what is that guitar? <laughs> it has stripes. Nobody else's guitar has stripes. I need a guitar with stripes. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, it's like, there's, I was just obsessed from that moment on, you know? Yeah. So it's amazing I don't have a bumblebee because <laughs> I, I certainly still want one, you know? But yeah. someday. <laughs> yeah. So I noticed you on your site you got the few other shapes as well. Like you had the um was it the Star Killer? Um Yeah, that's you know, just trying to do something a little, you know, different besides just a strat or a telly, you know, yeah. shape or whatever. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm gonna get into like any uh, other Gibson-esque shapes because you know, I'm not really interested in um dealing with you know companies that are litigious or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um already already had a you know, ESP did not get the joke about the Newman Kazi at all. Uh, so that, you that's you showing what you're talking about. Yeah, there. What's that? You guys showing what you're talking about. Yeah, ESP was not happy about this one. Oh, really? I um a friend of mine and I were sitting around joking one night about this is before I started the line or whatever, about you know, the guys like, Yeah, you ever seen you ever tried one of those kamikazes? They're really close to your guitars because a lot of my guitars have um you know, single coil and a humbucker. Hmm. I'm like, yeah, you know, there's those are cool, but I'd have to change so much about it. It's like I'd, I'd just be better off building one of my own. But I, I never, I never like build an exact copy of somebody's guitar or whatever. That's you know why I don't have a bumblebee probably or whatever, right? Um, I'm like, yeah, but it'd be funny to do a parody of it. You know what I mean? And I was hugely into Mad Magazine when I was a little kid, right? Hmm. And the way they would just do really subtle ripoffs on things, not rip off, but just take the piss out of something you know yeah, yeah. just totally caricature something but it was 
you know, sometimes it was like, you know, honoring it, but still jokingly, you know what I mean? So I kind of came up with that concept for, um, for that guitar or whatever. I'm like, well, what if I made one of my own, but like made like a Mad Magazine version of it? So, and my buddy that I was talking to at the time happens to be really good with Photoshop. And he's like, send me a picture of Alfred E. Newman. I'm like, yeah, okay. So I, I found a front facial shot of Alfred E. Newman. And by this point, he had already found the, the kamikaze guy. And he sends me this. <laughs> and he's like, you have to do it. I'm like, I have to do it. <laughs> so we uh I, I i went with a color scheme they don't do so it's not like a direct you know ripoff it was supposed to be a homage you know um and the electronics are completely different but it's got a push pull and it's got a um a kill switch you know and a pickup selector instead of uh the push pull pickup selector uh like the other one so i don't like that either but um and because it's a silly parody it, and didn't want it to say mad on the headstock, it, it says J. Um, you know, and I, I have it on pretty good authority that um, George Lynch has seen it and gets the joke uh, from someone who plays in one of his bands. So I'm going to take that as, uh, you know, a pretty good, <laughs> pretty good indicator that he actually does think it's funny. But uh, yeah, ESP did not get the joke. They were not happy about it. Uh, sorry, they, they didn't get it, but everybody else, everybody else thinks it's really funny, including Mad Magazine. I, I, I you know, I can't promise I'm not going to make myself another one someday because, you know, it'd be nice to have a matching set with Maple Neck, you know? Yeah. Uh, why not? <laughs> you know, they can't tell me I can't make one for myself. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, but yeah, that was that was a funny attention getter, and yeah. I still can't break that out at a club without somebody's like, "What is that?" <laughs> you know? Or if I turn oh, on yeah. the um, that's an Iron Age kill switch on it, by the way. But whatever. And if I turn that on, like somebody will come from across the room, like, "What the hell is that?" It's a switch. Yeah, kill switch. It brings attention to your builds and the the quality. Oh, yeah, of you know. Yeah. So Jay, tell tell him everything that's in this. That is, um, well, uh, as we mentioned, it's a uh, quadruple A flame maple top with an alder body, uh, with two PMS mounted Seymour Duncan pickups. There's a JB in the bridge, and the pearly gates mm -hmm. in the neck. Love the pearly um, Yeah, you're all you're all doing your vanna there. That's great. <laughs> it's got a um that's an original floyd rose in black nickel that's augmented with uh fu tone hardware it's got blue titanium inserts um and string locks and also on the headstock as well the uh the nutlock inserts or nutlock screws are blue uh oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's got uh let's see not it's medium tension noiseless springs in the back uh, a trim setter. There's a 37 millimeter brass block in it. The 500K burns low friction pot. Same yeah. thing as a YJM or an EVH. You know, low friction. Uh, and the uh, and the Q jack. And uh, Jay lines all of his pockets with the uh, copper tape. Yep, totally shielded. Totally quiet. It's all, it's all shielded. Yes. Yeah. 
kind of the one that started it all, basically. Uh, and this this is one of the original um, Charvel necks I bought when I was seventeen or whatever, yeah. uh, repurposed. But um, you know, I decided to redo the the. This is very similar to the original paint job it had. Um, and of course it's got all the FU tone stuff on it. This actually has a perpetual burn in the bridge instead of a JB, which is very, very cool. And this has the, uh, the distinction of being one of the two guitars I have that have um, FU tone titanium blocks in them, which are amazing in the right guitar. Just, they're super expensive, but there's, they're kind of worth it. It's just something about something about the the lead tonality or something of it. It's just like liquid sounding. It's hard to describe, but once you put one in a guitar, you're like, oh, I have that, I have that in uh, this and my Koa Strat, which is any other I'm old get, but that's what the evil twin was based on mm. that begat the evil cousin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one, it's a one piece Koa body, but um, this was the full on prototype. This was just, you know, can we put everything on it and make it something that other people would want to? I mean, didn't really get around to putting a fancy finish on this one either. This was just aqua coat. But this, I actually, funny story, uh, they always talk about old wood and how yeah, vintage guitars sound better. Well, this, this body was actually originally going to be the body that I used for the bomber, but I opened the box and I don't know if the grain is coming through on the camera here, but that it was just too cool to cover up. Mm. So I'm like, I'm going to get another body for the bottom. So <laughs> turned around, bought another body that wasn't quite as pretty. Um, that ended up being the bomber. Um, and then, you know, I wasn't even, I wasn't playing in a band about this is like 2010. So I wasn't playing in a band or anything at the time. Uh, I wasn't, considering building yet so um that body sat on a shelf for five years um and then when i decided to start prototyping or whatever i was like well let's use this one first or whatever and i swear this is one of the best sounding guitars i own just and i think it's because it aged you know it just it rings like crazy you know because it's already the the adage is it takes a guitar five years to figure out it's not a tree anymore yeah. You know, and this this already had its five year think about it period. Yeah. You know, so it's only the neck that has to figure out it's not a tree anymore, you know? Or whatever. But this it sounds ridiculous. So yeah, but he saw but Charles saw that one and was like, I want one with two humbuckers, and then there, you know, there was that one, and it's kind of just snowballed from there. Yeah. In a good way. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Adam, I would tell you this is this is the this is the best. I don't, I don't think I've actually put this thing down since I, since I brought it home, actually. I had to go to work, uh, and I was crying the whole time, but the, uh, this is probably the best sounding, and I'll, I'll send you a video, but this is the best sounding guitar, I think. Uh, this JB in this, in this, with the, with the maple top and the whole body, I mean, it, it sounds amazing. I mean, it's, it's actually probably one of the best sounding guitars I've had. That's awesome. Really yes. Well, I was telling I was telling Charles that the thing about and this I know from you know working for Seymour Duncan for a little while. Um, I actually wrote a piece on the JB and I was doing research on it. And the thing about the JB is like that's the pickup you're used to hearing. Mm. 
Like if you, especially if you're like an eighties rock hit or something, it's the pickup that Jakey Lee was using that Steve Stevens was using that the guys in Skid Row were using that, um, who else? Um, I, you know, if I sit here and think about it for a minute, I'll start around. I think of 10 more people that used it back in the day or whatever, but that's pretty much the pickup. Like everybody was using. So that's what you're subconsciously used to hearing. It's kind of like a Marshall. Adam is a, Adam is a product of the eighties and him and Phoenix, uh, their, their sound, when I told Phoenix I was putting a JB in this guitar, Phoenix Vanderwee, she was like, she was like, oh, everybody in the 80s used that pickup. It's so awesome. I'm like, yeah. I'm they're great. They're, they're, you know, they don't like certain certain woods, but in, in, in most guitars, it's just like, oh, wow. Just wall up, you know? But again, it's, it's, it's once you put it in the guitar, it's, it's what you're, it's kind of what you're expecting to hear, you know? Hmm. So you're just like, oh, oh yeah, oh okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just it just feels right too. Well, one day I'll get back over there and uh, yeah, try them out in person. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. we'll make that happen if you're ever in the states. Yeah, yeah for sure. sure. But no, but thank Great. you guys once again for, for doing this. And um, like so, no, thank you, Adam. It's it's been a it's it's an honor to do this with you. I, I very much appreciate your uh, yeah, your really is. Thank you so much for having uh, having us and introducing you know your audience to my guitars and yeah. check out jhillguitars.com yep. and uh, hope to talk to you again soon. Yeah, for sure, definitely. All right, thanks. Thank much. you much. <laughs> All right, see you. All right, All right buddy. Thank you. Thanks, Adam.